2: The man in the mirror. What about the woman in the mirror? Because civic society meetings are being held at Stormont today and there's a woman on this line who's from the Women's Resource Development Agency and she certainly feels that women are being left behind in the great political debate. It's Kelly Turtle. Uh, Kelly, good morning.
0: Good morning, Frank.
2: Uh, Kelly, the politicians, of course, Partly vying for votes, partly trying to convince us that they're going to reestablish an executive at some point partly trying to fool us and partly trying to, I suppose, uh, win us over. All of those things mixed in and very possibly there's a strand that they're absolutely telling the truth and we should fully trust them. i will have to balance that in as well. (laughs) But there are so many strands to how politicians approach things and there are civic society meetings being held at Stormont today. Uh, what, what, What are these meetings for people who glaze over whenever we talk about Stormont?
0: Well, this is an opportunity for all of the organisations who are outside of the formal political processes and structures. So they're people who don't go with a party agenda, but they represent the community, they represent the business sector. And um, for us in the women's sector, it's really important that we go and talk about the issues for the women that we work with. So there's loads of community-based women's groups and women's centres. There's campaign groups uh, for women's rights, like abortion rights, um, like LGBT women's rights. And we're going today to represent the views of those people because in any kind of um, political process, we feel that in Northern Ireland, that voice has been shut down over the years. If you look back 20 years ago to the Good Friday Agreement, it was so important at that point to get all those voices from the community in the room. And everybody knows the story of the Women's Coalition who fought so hard to get women's voices in the room. Now we have, yes, we have women political leaders But we still need those voices of grassroots women whose agenda is not to do with a political party, but just to do with the needs of women in the community.
2: For you, what are the main issues for for women?
0: But well, there are a number of areas of rights where women have been left behind because of the stalemate here over the last couple of years. Um, so we all know about the situation with regards to abortion rights, and we'll be raising that today. Um, but there are so many other things aren't just But just on that one, just, just like before we go them.
2: to domestic violence, just on that one, yep. they, they, there isn't even agreement among women on what's right with regards to abortion.
0: Um, that's the case you know there's a wide range of views but certainly within the women's movement and in the organizations that we're representing today there's an agreement that something has to be done and to be honest public opinion polls from the Life and Times which is a you know totally independent public attitude survey says that well over eighty percent of people in Ireland want something to be done some change to the law um, so we will be talking about the impact that's having on the women that we work with um, the thing for me is that these talks are an ongoing part of our peace process here. And I've actually just spent the last few days in an international peace dialogue that the Commonwealth Foundation hosted here in Belfast with women from Kenya, Sierra Leone, Uganda, all over the world. And they couldn't believe that we don't have post-conflict um measures and and commitments to address women's equality and address women's inclusion. Um, There's a thing called 1325, it's a UN instrument and it's been used all over the world to make sure that women are involved in conflict transformation, that they address things like all the domestic violence that happens during conflict, all the ways that women's rights are left behind during conflict. We don't have that in place in Northern Ireland because the UK government doesn't recognise it in Northern Ireland due to the fact they don't recognise the nature of the conflict here. And those women from all over the world couldn't believe that. And they can see how we're being left behind in Northern Ireland because we don't have concrete commitments to making sure that women's needs are addressed. Women experience conflict differently than men. So many women now for example in our communities who are carers for disabled people because of the legacy of the violence and their stories aren't getting told. What Um, about, just on the
2: just because let's almost take them one at a time, the domestic violence. Where are women disadvantaged in 2019 compared to how they were so obviously disadvantaged in 1989? Where, where, Where are they disadvantaged now? In terms of legislation covering domestic violence are they are they not fully protected now
0: well that that's no that's a, a really serious gap well, obviously it affects everyone domestic violence legislation will Benefit men who, who are victims too, but it overwhelmingly is an issue that um, impacts on women's lives. So what we're what we have in Northern Ireland is just a situation where, when someone is being prosecuted for a domestic violence offence, the judiciary are forced to use a hodgepodge of um, legislation like assault, and the, the same legislation you'd use if you were assaulted by a stranger in the street, and that's failing us because it doesn't capture the, what's happening in a home whenever violence is coercive and abusive, and it's a pattern of behaviour. So when in England and Wales and Scotland they now have a law called coercive control law and they have a definition of what domestic abuse actually is and people that's that's transformed how, how people can get protection now because you can you can call it out for what it is. And the judiciary here have criticized our law in hand and down sentences. We've seen judges say things like I wish I could give a more appropriate sentence for this crime, but the law here doesn't allow me to do it. So we have so much catching up to do. There's a new domestic violence bill going through in England at the minute, and we're totally left out of it. Uh, So we're just going to fall further and further behind. And that's what happens post-conflict. Women's rights and equality issues get left off the agenda for the sake of the bigger conversation about security. But Security to women means personal security in our own homes and our own lives as well, as the big issues around policing and um, and national security.
2: And do you think what you're talking about is on the minds of women as opposed to paying the bills at the end of the week or getting the children properly educated or ensuring that their elderly parents or elderly relatives are looked after in terms of of medical, medical care. What you're talking about, do you think many women are putting that through in their head on a daily basis?
0: Well, we uh, to be honest, those things you just described, Frank, are also the things that I want to raise today because you're right, when we are out talking to women in community groups, those are all the priority issues for them and it is our lack of devolved government and our lack of progress that is hampering those things as well because women tell us they want action on housing, they want um, more funding coming into the health service and they want a devolved government that can deal with the welfare reforms that are being imposed on us, that are really making life horrendous for them and driving families into poverty so yeah, to be honest, we will be raising all of those things with the party leaders today and with the officials, particularly the officials from the Northern Ireland office who represent the British government are currently controlling the purse strings and really having a negative impact on the lives of women who are just trying to survive and raise, raise their families, as you point out.
2: One final question to you, Kelly. We've so many women who are now leaders, leaders of parties, leaders in government, prime ministers, uh, le- le- uh, leaders in, in their countries. Do, do you see progress being made now that women have much more political control than they used to or do the same problems still exist?
0: I do really celebrate the progress in terms of women in political parties um, and you know the, the women's coalition 20 years ago had to fight to be in the room because there would have literally been no women in the room if they hadn't done that. Now as you say we have women at the head of the negotiating teams and that's great to see but we will always need the voice of grassroots women in the community um because when it comes down to whether or not you would put maybe a party Priority or a party agenda over um, the, the issues of women in the community. Then we need to we need to make sure we have a voice. And women have always worked across community in Northern Ireland. There's women's groups here who were meeting together in the seventies and the early eighties to organise together on issues of shared concern. They were going in and out of each other's community across across barricades across you know religious lines, years before the men were doing it. And when you look at our the story of our peace process. The the women in those working class communities rarely get the credit for that. So we want to make sure we keep on raising their voices um, and, and, you know, just really kind of celebrating the work that's been done over decades here by these women and not leaving them behind.
2: Kelly, thank you very much indeed. Kelly Turtle from the Women's Resource Development Agency. Just on that, I happened to be in the Lower Falls very early yesterday morning and I bumped into a woman who was just going along the road and she sort of half recognised me. You know the way you would look at your postman if you saw him in Tesco and you'd say, to yourself, Where do I know that boy from? And then you go, Oh, yes, yeah, my postman. So that's the way that the woman looked at me. She looked, Where do I know you from? And I ended up starting to talk to her and she was, she had got up out of her bed. She was all Her way to meet a young woman who was trying to get into third level education, who had a few challenges in her life. And she was doing a bit of volunteering, and she was out of her bed on the road. Would have been what, after, you know, before ten o'clock on on Sunday morning, you know, giving something to the community. She was a Lady of and she was just there on on the on the Falls Road, helping a young woman to take some steps towards uh, third level education. We don't we don't sing loudly enough the praises of people, whether it's male men or women, but in this case, it happened to be a very hard working woman giving up her time, um, who do things so quietly that we uh, never really recognise what they are doing. So, um, if the Women's Resource Development Agency is highlighting all of that, a fair play to them. Right. Uh, Coming up on 20 to 10, this is the U105 phone-in.
1: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50